you're preempting the colors that you're going to include in the picture. And you might want to change your mind there. You might think, mm, I don't really like that blue. I don't look like that green. And you change the tone completely. And then you lose the harmony. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. And welcome to episode 65. My age, Steve. (laughs) I wished. (laughs) We are now officially at retirement age, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, I'm retiring now. Not that we are going to retire, of course. We have no intention of retiring. Blimey, I'd have a revolt on my hands, wouldn't I? (laughs) All these life members would have bought... What? No more? What? No more? What's that it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we are at the retirement age. And um, this week we've got a packed show full of pages and pages of questions we've got in front of us. So there's a lot to get through. But firstly, how are you? I'm all right. Yes, I'm fine. I had a lovely day today. I was out with my friends, my old friends, school friends, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. We go back, back that far. And we went out and we had a drink and had lunch and it was great. Thoroughly got all my vitamin D <laughs> that I needed. It was beautiful today. <laughs> Great. Beautiful out there. Oh, that's good. That's good. Excellent. Well, what about you, mate? You're in the middle of your tour, aren't you? I am. And you're yes. doing okay. It's going very well. I mentioned it last week and uh, having a great time. The kids are loving it. It's such a, such a brilliant thing like to do for them because it, you just... They love it. I said mm. this last year, last week. Mm. They love it. Mm. They, they they laugh and laugh. It's brilliant. And we try and stay in character all throughout because there's a part of the show where we have to do a workshop. So we go around the groups, the kids. Right. We talk about the subjects that we've talked about, which is drinking and smoking and things like that. Yeah. And obviously, when you're you're they're seeing you perform, and then you get to sit down with them, mm. they're sort of a little bit sh- shocked, but also excited and. Do you know yes, what I mean? I a imagine. bit kind of that look on their face of like, oh my God, he's sitting down. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> well, you're some sort of superstar. I don't, today, well, well, I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's really sweet. And one of the kids said, because you get this all the time, because we're playing certain characters, they always try and break you out of that character by saying, oh, how old are you in real life? Because we play some kids, like we play kids, so we're not obviously that age. Yeah. And they try and get you out of it. But what's brilliant is you can sometimes try and keep them in into the world a bit yeah. and uh, one of them said because <laughs> the character that plays opposite me is smoking in the play but she doesn't actually smoke in the play but the, the idea is that she is a smoker and the kid says to me um does she smoke in real life <laughs> and i just looked at him blankly and said this is real life yeah what are you talking about and he went no 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 i mean in real life does she smoke i went what are you talking about this is real life and he just, I just wouldn't let him you know, come out of the world. And you never did come out of character. Not at all, because, no. you know, and they said, oh, but do you smoke in real life? I went, well, you saw me in the play. I don't smoke, mm. you know. Yes, yeah, so it, it keeps just the image going. keeps I it suppose, going, because they're just it? at 11, 12. They're just at the right age, mm. because mm. they're, other, you know, a bit older, and they're like, oh, whatever, you know, don't well, believe you. It would be you. awful if you, if you said, yes, oh, of course I'd smoke in real life, but I'm not smoking in the play. <laughs> I mean, that would completely That'd be horrible, kill wouldn't it, it? wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd uh, ruin all the illusions. But you kind of keep keep it. And he mm. didn't believe me. He just he did eventually he came he around did. to it because yes. he just doesn't. 
He believes you. He's good. They're colourable still. They're still colourable. <laughs> um, so it's sweet. It's really great. Anyway, that's nothing to do with art, but it's uh, it's really nice. Yeah, so I'm having a great time. Good, good. Busy. So let's dive on to some questions and feedback. We'll take it in turns again this week. Oh, okay. I think. It's quite I've nice. Got to my share, money, I? Yeah, <laughs> share the load. The first one we have is a feedback from Zoe. Now, Zoe has just signed up to be a member of our website. And she says, Hello, Colin. I'm really enjoying being a member. And I really enjoyed watching A Walk in the Autumn Mist. I'm wanting to learn about drawing nature and stuff, as I love fantasy art, and your pastel teaching is helping me lots, especially with my current project. Thank you. I normally use graphite pencil, and it was my favourite pastels are now Mm. in respect to the jam jars this is obviously how you store your pencils we spoke about right maybe a couple of weeks back in respect to jam jars as pencil holders i had to laugh when you said that some pencils could be short and would get lost at the bottom i know too well i stuck some paper ivy around my jar to give it some decoration thanks again colin that's lovely i'm gonna do that steve you're gonna decorate your jars yeah So uh, thanks for that, Zoe. I'm really glad you enjoy being a member of the site and yes. you enjoyed the walk in the autumn mist. That's a great, um, it's a great project. That it I really was, like yeah, that. So very that, atmospheric. That went down very well, didn't it? Yeah. Well, we're going to do some more. Don't, yes. Don't, don't, don't never fear. There's there is a more. landscape that I'm, I've yet to to bring out because we've got so many bottled up and we haven't mentioned it or revealed it. So no. there is another landscape coming. There is members, and non-members, maybe. That's right. So yes, it's uh, it's going to be good. So, moving on, it's your turn now. What have you got there? What's Um, the top one? Well, this is from Alana. Uh, She says, when doing the edges of the portrait, you know when you're you're doing an animal portrait or or a human portrait, you know when you go around the edges, do you Mm. use heavy or light application of pastel to allow the the edges of the fur or the hair or whatever is going to be attached to the edge to be added as a final step? I think what... Uh, Alana means is when you go round the, you know, you come to an edge mm. and you know that you're going to have a, pa- a background on it. Uh, do I sort of weaken, yeah, the edges so that I can add more later? Um, <clears throat> the answer to that is not really no. I don't even think like that. The pastel pencil is such a, a good medium that it will take quite a lot of punishment. And generally speaking, if you're looking at hair or fur, or some edge, it's usually uh, not that. It's only if you were doing a cat, for instance, you'd have a very dark edge. That's the only area you'd have to put a lot of pressure on. Generally speaking, you wouldn't put a lot of pressure. So when you come to put the background on and you rub that in and you do interfere with those edges, they are easy to reinstate. I've never had a problem with that. Um, Because when you do an animal portrait, you do the background and then you go back around the edges with on mm. the fur and stuff mm. like that. Do you do that heavy or is that light? Afterwards, you mean? Yeah, after uh, you've put the background on. Well, you go around, don't you? Well, uh, um, I would say I do it quite heavy afterwards because I don't it's have to worry about the... F- yes, it's going up over the top of uh, soft pastel. Well, or like or white or something or like that. Like, you know, you do white sometimes, mm. go over mm. you know, well, tigers you and things. the point and you can get amazing. You know, it's ama- I've never had really a problem. And in fact, until I got that question, I wouldn't have even thought about it. You mm. know, it's one of those things. Although I've got to say that when I'm doing the edges, generally speaking, I never finish them completely because I know I'm going to be putting a background against it. 
So it's no putting putting a whisker, for instance, right over uh, the background because you'd be rubbing it out, putting the background mm. on. So generally speaking, I do l leave a little bit of the edge of the picture wanting slightly so that I can add more. Go back over it. Yeah, yeah, later on. Okay. So that's the answer to that. Good. Well, thanks for that, Alana. So next one we have is from Rachel. And Rachel asks whether she should use an inkjet print inkjet printer or a laser printer to print her line drawings. Oh, uh, right. Which is an interesting question because we've never had this before. No. Um, but obviously it's a good question because all the line drawings can be printed using a home printer, mm. whether mm. that's a laser or an inkjet. So mm. I do myself. So your answer to that mm. question. Well, my, my answer would be, I, well, I use an inkjet printer, but I don't see any reason why you can't use either. A laser should do exactly the I same. I think so. I think the concern was with ink, whether it dries, uh, mm. you know, whether it smudges or anything. Mm. I tell you what, that, that used to happen, Steve, years and years ago. Mm. But in the modern printers today, they are, as they come out of the printer, they are dry. Yeah. I think there's a heating process, isn't there, somewhere in the uh, printer that actually dries them off I think before they come through. I'm not really au fait with them. I think they are generally majority of inkjet printers are dry by the time the the ink. Mm, mm. Um, I've, I mean, I've got hold of them out. when they come out. I get hold of the prints and it never comes off from my finger. So mm. I'm pretty sure they're um, okay. Yeah. Well, you replied to Rachel on an email and she's replied back to you with some some lovely comments. She said. Thanks, Colin. I really appreciate the way you answer my questions, no matter how trivial they may seem. I've recently retired and can now have time to do the things I love. This is very special to me as I've not done any art for myself since I left to teach a training college. Making things with two to six-year-olds is not quite the same. When your first package arrived, I was quite emotional. I've always wanted to make pictures that look good, and even my first attempts with both the pastels and the watercolour are quite acceptable. My family love them. Thanks again, Rachel. Well, that's what we want to hear. More of that sort of thing. Well, we know we know Rachel's not alone. Uh, a lot of people are, are, you know, saying nice things, and thank goodness they are. Mm. It gives us uh, heart, doesn't it? To it continue. It does, yeah. And uh, it's really nice to hear people's stories as well, mm. and what they've what their experiences are. So mm. thanks for that, Rachel, and uh, very good question as well. So your turn. Okay, this is from Wendy. Hi, Colin and everyone. I found a triple use for my SAD lamp. I use this for seasonal adjustment disorder. I think this is for the lighting. Um, we posted a lighting oh, blog yes. post. That's right. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. We asked yeah. what other people's lighting setups was. Well, that, that's Wendy's. It's, it, it is a large daylight lamp, which helps me through the dark winters. It's quite important, that actually, isn't it? Because uh, a lot of people have a problem with uh, lack of light. Yeah. And so that's probably supplements it. But I've also found it is excellent for using when taking photographs of my work and also for giving me the natural daylight to paint by. It costs £89 from Lloyd's Chemist online and was well worth the investment. So there we are. And folks. what's that so called? What's that? It's called an SAD lamp. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what SAD means. Does he say? It, oh, wait a minute. It's seasonal adjustment disorder, isn't it? Yeah. Silly Colin. <laughs> I had it in brackets. Yes. So it must be a seasonal adjustment disorder lamp. Very good. That's but it's, it's a good idea. And, uh, you know, anybody, um, you know, it, uh, 
this is you know little gems like that are useful. It's like the uh, the wraps, you know. That, yeah, uh, and someone they're uh, very popular. Aren't uh, they, someone people? posted a Tanja Tanja posted yeah. on Facebook. That's right. The wrap that she made. They're good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Had one open. They had a picture of one opened up and one rolled up. Excellent. Yeah, they are. They are absolutely ideal for travelling. Mm. I wouldn't use them for. Uh, well, know, they're not as easy as the no, jam, not jam jars. jars no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can't take jam jars with you, can you? No, not easily. So, okay, so the next one is a speak pipe message from Jade. So let's, uh, another speak pipe. So uh, thanks for that, Jade. Let's roll your message. Hi, Colin. Hi, Steve. How are you today? It's Jade again from New York. I hope that you're having a wonderful day. And I have a quick question about backgrounds. Um, could I start a portrait in pastel pencils by first laying down a wash of watercolor? I mean, I know that the Fabriano paper is not sturdy enough to take heavy, very watered-down washes. So I'm, I'm talking about really just one or two washes of n like a not-so-watered-down um, mixture of watercolors and then paint the pastel portrait over that background of watercolor. I'm asking because I'm not really happy with the way my backgrounds are going so far. It it all seems like a bit of an afterthought when I finish the portrait I just add some pastels around it, it's just I'm not really happy with it and I was just wondering if I could create a background with watercolor before starting the portrait and then going over that watercolor layer I just want to make sure that the pastel pencils will be stable over on top of that watercolor wash yes and anyways that's my question for today thank you so much and have a wonderful day bye bye lots of love wow okay that's an awesome question I and it's you... going to be quite a long answer i'm afraid one of my long ones <laughs> i love you know what i love this feature i love this Do little you? segment of the show that we can play <laughs> other people's messages it is good isn't it yeah, yeah. Okay. um well now the answer to that question first of all the problem that you would have if you were using the fabriano ongre paper is it sand colored and i did try early on to put watercolor on it works fine takes it fine the problem is it doesn't look any good watercolor generally goes on a white surface mm. on a white watercolor paper and or, or cream watercolor paper but you certainly wouldn't have sand you never do it so i would say the answer to that is i wouldn't use the sand but if you can get hold of the white on gray paper and you can get hold of that it's exactly the same paper you've got to search for it we don't sell it but you can get hold of it and if you were to put that and fix that onto your pa onto your board and wash that with light washes then use pastel pencil on top it will work would i do it no i wouldn't and the reason i wouldn't is because actually jade mentions the fact that uh, when you put a background on it's an afterthought i don't look at it in that way i look at it as a background is an an in enhancement of a picture and if you're doing uh, an animal a pretty cat or a dog or a horse or a donkey or whatever you do you've got the background itself has to complement what you've done so the first thing is the subject that's the most important thing not the background 
If you do the background first, you're kind of saying, well, that's the, that's, you know, the most important bit. Now I'm going to put a, a subject in it. I know where she's coming from, but I, I personally think it's the wrong way around. All my backgrounds have always been put on afterwards and very successfully. You see, the thing is, if you're doing a portrait uh, of an animal, a background should not take away the uh, subject. It should be supporting. It's a supporting act, really, mm. for the subject. And the other thing is about that is once you... If you were to preempt the colours by putting watercolour washes on, you're preempting the colours that you're going to include in the picture. And you might want to change your mind there. You might think, mm, I don't really like that blue. I don't look like that green. And you change the tone completely. And then you lose the harmony. Going the other way around, when you put the animal or person, whatever you do on you have you have a set range of colors those colors are there they're set and you can then use harmonious colors complementary colors around it forget about the design for the moment we're talking about color to make and enhance the subject okay that's what i would do uh I, but the answer is can you do it yes you can but you can't do it with sand. It wouldn't work with sand, but it would work with uh, on-grey paper. And the other thing is, can you use watercolour paper, a finer watercolour paper, and put a wash on and then put pastel over the top? Yes, you can. Of course you can. Well, we, we do that, and uh, you, you've seen me do it. We're, it. On our site, we've got pictures where I do watercolour over the top. Sorry, not watercolour. Pastel pencil over the top of, of watercolour. Mm. So it can do... it. It works very well. The two are compatible. You wouldn't go the other way around. You can't put pastel on and put watercolour on because you're emulsified by the pastel. Yeah. But that, but the, the watercolour first and then pastel on top, yes, it does work. It would just it's, change the structure of how you're designing your pictures because you're doing it from back to front. I, I personally think only really in the portrait. I did try once upon a time. I thought, wouldn't it be nice to do a landscape, put the sky in watercolour mm. and put the hill, different distant hills, and then put pastel pencils on top. I did actually try that once, and it didn't work. It just didn't work. It, there was, there was, you've got two mediums slightly different there. You've got a watercolour, which is wishy-washy, and you've got pastel pencils, which is strong and hard. And the two don't work together really well in that respect. It's a very fine line. Mm. But... To enhance and to add pastel pencil to a watercolour picture, absolutely fine. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't think it would work even on a half-to-half -half basis. Okay. Sorry about this, Jay, but that's oh, no, the way... It's, I, it's your it's, advice. It's my, it, yes, that's right. And it's, you're saying it can be done. It can be done. You've just got to take care. I, I would say stick... I do understand where she's coming from because backgrounds are difficult. Mm. They are tricky things to do. But you've got to persevere with them. We're, I'm writing the throws at the moment, we can talk about it in a minute, uh, the children. Now, I'm getting to the end of the picture image side now, and I've got to put a background on that. Now, the background that the original artist did is okay, but I'm not going to use that. So I'm having to look at the background, and what am I going to do? To be absolutely honest, at this moment of time, I don't know. But that's what's exciting, you see, mm. but I shall pick all the colours that I've used in the portrait and I shall make sure that they, not all of them, but a lot of them will go in the background. Very good.
That was a long answer. Yeah, I, I told you it would be. <laughs> you, look, folks, you ask these questions, and I can't just... I, like the other day when I could have said, no, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of it a long-winded answer. a very answer. short show if that's all you said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So moving on. The next one we have is a YouTube comment that came on to do with the koala bears. And it's from... The username is crystalheart9. Beautiful. You have really captured the koala bear's beautiful fur. I'm having trouble with the horizontal lines on the paper showing through the pastels. The lines seem to disappear on your pastel paintings. Mm. We've had this question before, a similar one. Yes. Well, the answer is you're not pressing hard enough. It's simple as that. Uh, All my my concern, and I've aired them on the podcast before, don't press too hard, otherwise you'll crush the paper. Yeah. And people get worried then. Don't press hard enough. Yeah, that's right. Actually, you do need to press quite hard. It's practice, right? It's Absolutely. just practice and experience. Basically, when I say you've got to... You, you, pressing hard possibly is a wrong word. Filling the paper is a better word. You've got to do it until it fills. Mm. If you're doing a sky... You know, people have seen me do skies, and if you haven't, well, make sure you watch me. Because when I do a sky, I fill it with white pastel, I rub it in, and it's really... You can't see any paper coming showing through. If you did, we'd have a problem when we put the blue on because the blue would touch that raw paper and give me a problem. And then you add the blues and the other colours on top of that. But you don't see the lines there. Oh, my my lovely little children I've got. I've got through the faces. When I say you don't see the line, I suppose you could see it if you really look hard enough. And if you look close enough. Yes, but it's not obtrusive. I know what what, um, she's saying there, that uh, it can be if you're too light with it. But um, the other option is to turn it over and use the other side. Right. Which, which is not as uh, good a reception, I've got to tell you. I wouldn't do it personally. Uh, but I know people that have done when they, they think, oh, I don't like those lines. So they turn it over and use the other side. It's still got a bit of a tooth, but not, uh, not too much. So if it worries you, do it the other try, try a picture on the other side. Okay, good. So the next one, well, you can read it out. It's in response to uh, one of our... Uh, emails that we send out on the uh, portrait and it was from Marie is that uh, right? Marie yes yes what did she say? Well she said awesome tutorials I am deaf so hope I can do this well visually mm. that's all she said to start with so interesting now, that she's you know obviously absolutely absolutely now I've had uh, quite a few deaf people through my uh, I used to have a couple in the class I mean, we, you know, we used yeah. to talk by, not by sign language, but I, she, they understood by lip reading. lip reading, yeah. Mm. Um, now, that's impossible to follow me on lip reading on the videos <laughs> because you never see it. You don't me. see it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a problem. However, you still got all the visual side, which is really important. The only thing that they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have me telling them it was a... Uh, a scarlet red or you know a walnut brown they wouldn't hear that but they can see the picture and of course you've got a list of pencils at the beginning anyway i don't think i, I still think it's worth going and, and and trying it which marie is going to i'm sure um anyway she i did reply to her um more or less told her what i've told you there but she did reply she said I didn't think I would get a personal response from you, the artist. And she put a smiley face down there. You are really great. I have drawn in the past and I'm a natural born artist, but spent most of my years mummying, uh, 
and graphic design. I'm just now getting back into my illustration skills to bring back my talent. Cannot wait to get started. I should have time next week. I'm happy I found your website. I will keep in touch and let you know how I can follow along. And I and now obviously Maria's not going to be able to listen to this and hear me. But um, I hope that she does, in fact. And if she does, and when she does, I will put it on to Facebook or we'll let you know on the podcast if I do get a response from her. Mm. Because it really is important. It shouldn't artwork, really. You can get by. I had somebody who was colorblind once and they came to me and they did an absolutely phenomenal job. I'll never forget, he did a picture of Freddie Mercury, of the Queen. Mm. He copied a picture of that uh, with all the spotlights and so on. And I couldn't believe it. I still, to this day, keep that mini- image in my mind. And now he was colorblind. I said, how on earth do you do it? He said, what I do, I know the colors. I can read them on the pencil chart and I know what they are. And the pencils have all got colour numbers on the bottom. And so you just associate it. it with that. Yeah, that's how we did it. Now, that's enterprising. I don't think I could do it, but there you are. If, you, if, you've, got a, if you've got a failing like that and you, you're colour blind, but you're willing, I mean, I th- they can see some they resemblance see of colour, but they don't see the right ones, yeah. do they? But his pictures were stunning in yeah. the end. I, I, I complimented him. And uh, so it just shows you. You may have a little problem, but mm. you can get over it. And art mm. can get you over it. Well, it's great also that you can reply to Marie as well through through emails and things oh, like right. that. And that's and you obviously have done there. Mm. Um, and keep in touch with people. That's why mm. we like all these mediums that we're able to talk mm. talk and talk to people through this show, talk to them through the YouTube, through the members' site, and through email personally. Absolutely. Well, you know, as I said, I'll let you know how she gets on. She's obviously taken to this and she's a natural artist so she should be able to pick it up from the visual side that's mm. more important than the auditory yeah oh definitely isn't it by a long way mm. so let's move on to the new picture that you're developing that you mentioned earlier we've had a couple of um we've had a couple of questions or slash feedbacks since we've been taking people on the journey of you completing this absolutely and we're getting some stunning effects the the first one that we had jade replied to one of the stages and she said wow this painting is taking pastel pencils to a whole new level my respect for this incredible medium grows exponentially the more i am mesmerized by your mastery of it colin I feel so privileged to be a member and have access to lessons such as this one, as I know for a fact that the video tutoring won't disappoint. Looking forward to it. So that's Jade's response. Well, now, you haven't seen it, have you? No, I haven't seen it. you're going to now. I'm going to show Stephen so you get his response. You saw it halfway, but this is the story so far, Steve. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, pretty spectacular, I have to say. We've all we've got left is the chiffon down here and the little bit of dress here. Yeah. And but look at the colours and the the way the chiffon. Look at the. the good, I'm pointing what I'm pointing to, folks, um, which you'll see in a couple of weeks because we'll do a little section of it. I've got some chiffon going over this child's shoulder, and you can see the dress through the chiffon. Mm. How do I do that, Steve? Well, they'll find out, I'm sure, <laughs> and we'll talk about it when uh, when they see it. <laughs> Well, that's a good idea. Yes, yes, yes. Talk about it because it's it's pastel pencil at its absolute best. I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, without a doubt. 
So let's, uh, can you just read, let's, there's another one here from Janine uh, about the picture. All right, yes. Uh, Janine, yes. And this, and Janine, she was the lady that started it all off. Do you remember? Yes, I do. And it's, as, as a result of um, Janine's email, I, it prompted me to get that idea going again. Anyway, your painting of these two little girls is beyond amazing. The colours are so soft and they look like little angels. I cannot wait until the video is available. I'm ex so excited to learn your techniques and apply them to the portraits of my grandchildren. Thank you so much. Well, this is the idea of this picture. I mean, I'd love you to, you know, all of you out there to have a go at this because it's a lovely picture to do. But the important thing is you'll be able to see the skin tones, the hands, the, mm. the way I've done the hair. And we were talking um, a little while ago about a feeling that comes from a picture. And this is what is coming from that picture. It, emanating from it is a, a feeling of, like, as Janine says, two little angels. Yeah. And all Janine's seen so far is... Small, uh, small sections. Up to four, isn't it? I think we oh, well, I, I think there's five or six out. But it, the point is they're smaller sections they've seen. So mm. when they see the whole picture, they'll... That's right. It would blow their mind. It, will blow the, it would definitely blow their mind. Mm. And the, even the pictures that we're showing on Facebook, I'm scanning them in, they don't do the original justice. Yeah. Uh, no way. Mm. So there we are. That, that's, Excellent. So that's, they'll see that. That is coming. That's coming. So jumping on to what is out currently, we've just released the butterfly finally for people to, to have a go at. So it's under the animal section. I know it's not an animal, but we haven't got a... An insect section on the side. No, it would be a shame to. to <laughs> it would be a shame to create one just for that project. <laughs> so the project is under animals, but uh, people, uh, members, will see on their dashboard when they log in that it's uh, available at the top with a link. So uh, you can watch that tutorial and mm. learn to do the butterfly. It's a stunning one too, isn't it? It's a brilliant picture. Mm. It's great. So other than that, I think that's all we've got time for this week. If you've got a question, then you can send it to um, Straight to Dad, colin at bradleygallery.co.uk or submit it through our website, colinbradleyart.co.uk and click on the contacts page at the top and fill out the form and send us your question. You can also leave a speak pipe on that page. In the bottom left-hand corner, there's a uh, send your voice message or send message button in the bottom left. Click that. And click the record button and speak away. And we'll play you on the show. Yeah. More of those, please. That's right. So um, I think that's it. Questions or feedback, send them in. If you've got five minutes, rate us on iTunes. We'd love a rating on iTunes. That boosts us up the uh, the uh, listings, the rankings. We like, uh, we like that too. Mm. More people will discover us that way. And I think that's it. Yep, that's all right. That's all I've got for tonight, Steve. Good. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.